This media is brought to you by Polyscope. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Think Future. My name's Chris Calabugas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you watch on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe and please drop a note on Apple Podcasts. I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it. Now, if my numbering is correct, this is show 800. That's right, folks. I've done this for over 10 years and we're finally coming up to... <laughs> the number of episodes that I had in my previous show. I had a show way back in 2005. I started one in 2005. And I was doing that for a long time. I think I went to 908 episodes. And then the company that was hosting my episodes went under. Poof! I lost 900 episodes of that show. And since then, I have learned my lesson. And I back up all my stuff. And I do not trust any service that's out there to host everything. I mean, I do have a hosting service, but I also have backups of everything just in case something were to happen. Good life tip. So what have I done over the last 800 episodes? Well, I've talked about innovation. I've talked about startups. I've talked about, talked about the future. I've talked about, I've had hundreds of super interesting folks on the show. Hundreds of super interesting folks. And what do you see as a commonality amongst all of these people? I think the number one thing that I see as a commonality amongst all of these people who've come on the show, and myself included, is that we all took a very circuitous route to get to where we are today. And I think one of those things about taking circuitous routes is that it allows us to experience all sorts of different environments people, places, and things. And all of those get, things get plugged into our innovation brain. And it allows us to innovate because we've had all of these different experiences in all of these different places. And it allows us to put things together in new ways. And this is one of the things that drives us towards innovation and creating new things. So, there's always a really interesting path that people take to innovation. What else is a commonality? Struggle. Struggle. You know, sometimes I think to myself, why am I even bothering to do this? Why am I bothering to innovate? Because if you ask me, there's so much pushback against innovation. There's so many people, you know, I've told you the story about the do-its and the should-wees, right? The two kinds of people in the world. There's the people who say, let's try it and see if it can actually be done. That was the attitude that every great scientist had. That's what the, that's what the attitude of every great inventor had. 
Let's do it. See if it's possible before we decide if we should do it or not. And then you have the flip side. You have the other side, which is, oh, let's, let's think about this for a second. Let's see if, should we really be doing this? Should we really be doing this? And I gave you the example of uh, a longevity ethics panel that I went to once. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I want to live a long, long time, if not forever. And in this longevity ethics panel, people were saying, well, you know, human beings, they weren't designed to live forever. They weren't designed to live forever. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't be messing around with trying to make ourselves live longer. Because we weren't designed... Who, who made that decision? Well, sure. We weren't designed to live forever. That doesn't mean that we can't use our own human ingenuity to help ourselves to live longer lives. And they all talk about, well, should we do this and should we do that? How do we know if we can if we don't try? This is what I think in, in innovation, a lot of times we are our own worst enemy. Because we look at things, we look at the possibility of a brand new world, we look at disruption, we look at something cool and interesting and different, and we can either look at it with, yes, that looks really cool, interesting and different, let's see if we can do it. Or we can look at it with, wow, that looks really cool, interesting, new and different, but I don't know if we should do that or not. I don't know if people will want it. I don't know if people will like it. I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if, uh, should we, should we, should we, should we? We say should we even before we know if something is possible. And innovators all over the world, we all come back with that same pushback. Whenever we come with anything, up with anything new, disruptive, interesting, different, on the edge, unpopular, people go, oh, ooh, hold on a second, wait a minute, whoa. I don't know about this. Should we really be moving? Should we really be thinking about cloning? Should we really be thinking about AI? Aren't you worried about Skynet? Aren't you worried about AI taking over the planet? Aren't you worried about? Aren't you? Are you uh, of course, I'm worried about all that stuff. But if I don't even know if it's possible, how worried should I be? If we are able to clone human beings. If we are able to clone organs so that if I have a failing organ, I can have it replaced with a clone organ, shouldn't we even explore the possibility of if that is possible? Why should we stop and say, no, 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 we weren't meant to do that. We are evolving people. People, we are evolving, but we evolve by our brains. Our brains are evolving. Our brains are using, we're using our capability to think about what human beings should turn into, what we should evolve into. So nature took us this far, took us this far to this point where now we can use our own brains to help evolve ourselves to the next level. Why wouldn't we want to do this? So the life of an innovator is full of struggle. Struggle. What do you think about it? Life is struggle. <laughs> life is usually struggle. But we have the added struggle of trying to move forward new ideas within organizations, which may be like, oh, no, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Are you going to make any money with this thing? Is this thing going to make any money? No, it might, improve, it might improve our customers' lives. It might improve humanity in general. But is it going to be a billion-dollar business? Oh, well, you know, maybe not. If it's not going to be a billion-dollar business, I don't want to go down that path. Seriously? This is what innovators are. We push the envelope. We want things to be, to create new and different things. We want to create new and different things because we want 
humanity to live better lives. We want the future to be better than the past. We envision a future that is better than the past, and then we work to bring that future into reality. This is what innovators do. And we are always getting pushback against this vision because it's not practical. Of course it's not practical, but somebody needs to think the impractical thoughts. Do you think the innovators over the last thousands of years, innovators and inventors, things that have moved humanity forward, that have made humanity better, you don't think these people got pushback? We all get pushback. But the ones that make it through sometimes can create the most amazing improvements in the lot of humanity. And this is what we should all be doing. We shouldn't just be looking at the profit margin and saying, how can we get more money out of more people's hands? We should be looking at the state of humanity and going, what can we do to improve humanity? What can we do to improve work? What can we do to improve health? What can we do to improve housing? What can we do to improve poverty? What can we do to improve whatever? What can we do to make our lives on this planet better? To improve the lot of humanity? This is what innovators do. And when you push back against us, we're like, don't you want to make things better for everyone? Don't you want to improve things? Because this is what we all want to do. We all want to do the same thing in different spaces, in different fields. But we all want to do it. We all want to try it. We all want to experiment. We all want to see if something is possible before we decide if we're going to do it or not. We want to know. We're inquisitive. We're future focused. We're innovators. We're inventors. We're creators. We want to do new things and we want to make things better for humanity. And that's where I've been going for the last 800 episodes. And that's where I'm going to be going from now on for 800, whoever, however many episodes more. Please join me as we do this. If you want to be (laughs) interviewed on the show, just drop me a line at chris at thinkfuture.com, chris at thinkfuture.com. Love to have you on the show. If you're an innovator, product manager, startup founder, anybody who's brought new things into the world, I would love to hear from you and other startup founders, other innovators, other product managers, other creators would love to hear from you as well. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. Future.